Yeah, well, it was 45 years ago. He shouldn't be angry about his honor anymore. Tell you, sir, in Okinawa, honor have no time limit. Are you serious? In Okinawa, honor very serious. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two principled minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Superman and Lois TV Talk, a podcast everybody should listen to, is Derek. Welcome back to the show, Derek. Thank you for having me back. I appreciate the restraining order being lifted. <laughs> well, you know, we've gotten over uh, all the the problems that you raised. And, uh, you know, and of course, uh, you are one of the uh, karate students that uh, uh, karate chopped uh, the picket fence in Amity and so that it is pretty much uh, what everybody should know you from. So you just had to let that roll for a little while before you landed somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we're recording near the Fourth Rally weekend, so Jaws is on my mind. So anyway, today we're talking about minutes eighteen to twenty of uh, the Karate Kid Part Two, <laughs> not Jaws. Uh, they begin with uh, Miyagi reminiscing and end with Daniel resigning. Uh, all right, so. <clears throat> We pick up where we left off on Friday with uh, Miyagi telling what happened uh, to cause him to leave Okinawa. Okinawa. Um, so we find out we found out that uh, Yukie was uh, arranged, and Miyagi married her anyway, and made a big speech in front of the town that disgraced Sato. And so Miyagi kind of continues on with this story in the segment where he says that uh, because of that disgrace. Sato challenged Miyagi to a fight. Uh, it's not not even to save the girl, to to or not even to uh, win the girl, to, but to uh, uh, save his honor. So uh... <laughs> I wonder I wonder how accurate to the time that whole story is. <laughs> right in the forties, would you just like? Yeah, was, on, out and... was honor still such a big deal? I guess probably in Japan. It... Yeah, I would I would think so. I, the, I, the bigger question I would have is. Has anybody see, really seen Miyagi making a big speech? No. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's where young Miyagi is going to come in. Like, we're going to see that Netflix series, and he's just going to be so much more talkative. Like, a lot of his uh, uh, wise sayings kind of fall flat because he's just, like, formulating them. <laughs> he's just he's, – he, they're in the lab. He's just trying them out. Uh, <laughs> but ironically, it's all going to be footage from Happy Days just with <laughs> – <laughs> Where's well, this Where's this young Miyagi series coming from, Robin? You're trying real hard to will this into existence. I'm putting it out there. I, you know, <laughs> if I repeat it over and over and over again. Well, you know, this movie really makes me think of what uh, Mr. Miyagi was like uh, back, back, you know, in the 40s in Okinawa. So, but I mean, this whole beginning got kind of got me thinking, like, considering things from Sato's point of view, <laughs> like... Like your best, this is your best friend. He stole stole your fiance. He makes a big speech in front of the entire village to make some sort of like grand romantic de- declaration, you know. Uh, and I don't know, maybe did did he even talk him talk talk him down in front of like he, you know? Oh, she shouldn't be with Sato. I know Sato. <laughs> Not yeah, that's a good guy. Crappy. That's pretty Not crappy now that I think of it. Yeah. <laughs> now I need a, a Cobra Kai like series where Sato is the protagonist and Miyagi is the antagonist. Yes. <laughs> don't you kind of think? I know we don't get you guys don't get into it much, but we've had one or 
two Miyagi flashbacks? Don't you kind of feel like they're setting something up larger <laughs> so. in that world? Hmm. I hope so. Yeah, I would kind of think they they have to have to be building towards something. Because you can't do. I mean, nobody can. You can't just like bring in another older actor and have him be, you know, Mr. Miyagi in this age, you know, in, in, in the eighties or whatever, you would need to have like a younger 20 something actor playing young Miyagi, I think. So, um, and, uh, I don't know, like what, what I was thinking here was like, could, couldn't Miyagi have salvaged this whole thing by like talking to his best friend first before any of this happened? <laughs> like, it's his best friend. He says it's his best friend. Yeah. And they were arranged to be married. That doesn't mean they were in love. So yeah. maybe his best friend would have been, you know, open to changing things. <laughs> maybe he would have pushed against his parents, you know, like, I don't want to marry her. My best friend loves her, you know. Yeah. People need to talk more. <laughs> She's poor. I don't like poor girls. <laughs> but the other way around where I get a dowry and crap from her father. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We come to find out that all Miyagi-isms are really... They all all American idioms are really just Miyagiisms. They started there in the forties. <laughs> beggars, beggars can't be choosers. Was an, was a Miyagi? He's gonna take it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You can see like an American soldier over there going, "Beggars can't be choosers." That's that's good stuff. Let me uh, write that down. I'm taking that home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, I mean, this whole speech. Like, do you think he was just? It, 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 the, the offense was uh, Miyagi breaking with tradition or did Miyagi like roast Sato in front of everybody? I, I hope roast. <laughs> when I think about it, I think roast. Yeah. yeah. Almost, almost, almost like, like a, like a, like a wrap off type thing. Not really, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Miyagi continues and says, you know, so he goes, so challenge Miyagi to, to fight to save his honor. And Daniel immediately goes, and you lost? Yeah. <laughs> like, what made him immediately go, oh, he obviously lost then. <laughs> I don't know. And Daniel then, keeps going to the worst case scenario. Oh, you lost? Oh, did they get married? <laughs> <laughs> right. After you left. And, and of course, this makes me think about earlier where, you know, Miyagi, uh, you know, when Miyagi honks crease he's like you could have killed him like what well, if he thinks that miyagi is capable of murder could he could it be a possibility that miyagi is actually on the run for murder like he murdered sato and <laughs> forever that's a very different sequel that's a, that's a different <laughs> sequel entirely uh this young miyagi series i'm telling you this will explore all these avenues <laughs> seriously though do you think a, a series like that could work in today's uh day and age would would audiences watch like a completely subtitled period drama t taking place in the 1930s or 40s uh, japan uh yeah i don't know maybe you'd have to get rid of the subtitles to appeal to the, the wider audience probably just contrive That's a way for them to speak english all all the time <laughs> Maybe it have to be some sort of like, like forties teen drama. They'd have to have some sort of spin on that, yeah. You know, but it's like a teen drama set in this poor village. All right, it's, <laughs> it's Riverdale, but <laughs> yes. Oh set man, I cannot wait for sexy Sato. <laughs> it's set in nineteen forties Okinawa. 
Sato's just shirtless the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got red hair that's for where, some reason. That's where Chosen learned his move. His <laughs> yeah. signature toss your T-shirt at the girl move. Um, also, uh, the young Miyagi series, like, would it have to end when Miyagi leaves Okinawa? Like he's like, you'd have to completely take the, in, the rest of the cast out of the equation and you have to build a whole brand new cast for like season four where he goes to America. Or would you just end the series when he does this? Because then there's the, the then there's the next chapter where it's like really sad. Like he's alone in America. And then he, or, meets or boy, the but then he gets put into internment camps and, Oh, see, see, I just I want flashbacks uh, in um, in Cobra Kai, but they're all flashbacks to the animated series. And Daniel's like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yes. Uh, we really need to cover that 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 episode uh, or that 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 TV show. One episode at a time. Like <laughs> <laughs> if it was more widely available, I, w- I would totally do it. Um, but yeah, I mean. You ever get into a? You ever get yourself uh, challenged to a fight and think, "I'm gonna leave my country forever." <laughs> like my family's never gonna see me again. My father, my my dojo, my girl. It's just a real. It's a really extreme version of switching schools when you're bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> leave exactly. the country. Uh, just like he left. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's that's why, you know, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he hate Miyagi hates fighting, as we learned in in the first movie. Um, And then, uh, oh, that's the other thing. Here's a question I'm going to probably ask again and again as we go through the movie. Like, did he ever like did he actually ask you to go with him? (laughs) Like, you know, I'm leaving the night. You know, I don't want to fight Sato. So he's probably just ashamed. Didn't even bother, probably. Didn't think she would. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if he's that big on pride, that 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 appears more weak, I guess. I guess. Mm. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Miyagi says, no believe in fighting. And then he says, never put passion before principle, even if when you lose. Which, you pop that into Google, and boy, it's all, like, people have that saying, Next to pictures of Pat Morita, like <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> a lot, a lot of motivational sites like to use that kind of thing. That's like, like that's like the quote from the movie, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, over. it's done in the eighteen-minute mark or nineteen-minute mark. <laughs> You're not going to get anything more powerful. So the principle, his his principle is no fighting. His passion is for Yukie. So. He's not going to physically fight for Yukie, like, but I don't know. Do you think that was a bad, bad option? Should he have, if he loved her that much, should he have at least defended himself when Sato tried attacking him? I don't know. Mm. Tough call. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, and, hard and to say. Hard to say what would have yeah. happened. Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe his version of the fight was the big speech. And that didn't do any good. So that was, but I don't know. Like, I just think, could he have tried to reason with Sato? Did he know Sato well enough not to do that? Maybe that's Japanese rules. If you get up and make a huge speech and and you still don't get the girl, contractually, you have to leave the country. (laughs) That's it. Right. 
Miyagi's looking around, waiting for that one person to start to slow clap. Yeah, and slow nobody clap. does it. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Well, yeah. The airport with you. I mean, they so buy she, your flight. It's not a bad deal. It's just <laughs> dad dies. Yeah, yeah. Sato Senior's like, I got you. <laughs> um, this also reminded me of uh, of Star Wars and Jedi's and the fact that they like the Jedi's in you know the prequels. It's a lot of a you know we have principles we have to abide by. This is but as soon as like love gets involved, passion gets involved. You're on your way to becoming a Sith Lord. So <laughs> maybe that's what Miyagi is worried about. <laughs> well, not specifically, not specifically, <laughs> but like he's thinking that, you know, once I give in to fighting now, um, you know, my soul is going to be lost for this. Hmm. Uh, um, oh, OK. So my next thought was uh, uh, so Sato trained in Miyagi-Do, uh, we find out later. Uh, and of course, those two rules karate is for defense only you know and then see the see the previous rule <laughs> like shouldn't have me shouldn't have miyaki's father have gotten involved and said hey you're not following my rules so you you can either drop it or you're kicked out of my school and further dishonored i don't know you probably wouldn't have cared at that point i've learned all i need to learn <laughs> yeah. I'm when good. i left you you were you were the master and i was but the learner <laughs> And I was thinking, like, what did Mr. Miyagi's father think of all this? They're like, oh, yeah, you should go. <laughs> Kids. Kids. Ugh. You made a speech. Now you got to go. You're going to be embarrassed. Now. <laughs> yeah. Shame. Nobody clapped. Shame. 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 Shame to the whole family. <laughs> that was a Miyagi don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until this moment to make that joke. Um <laughs> worth it mm. uh and yeah this kind of also brings me back to the, like the the medal of honor the fact that miyagi not only has fought but he's also killed in the past and i'm assuming like this is because he was drafted and that he had to follow orders or he'd be like imprisoned or worse so then like just so you don't put your passion before in in front of principle if like your survival is or you put passion in front of principle you put your principles completely away if your survival is involved. Like, oh, I'm going to be sent to prison or worse if I don't follow orders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that's another thing. The young, young Miyagi series, like the second they, they put the gun in his hand and what does he do? You know, does he fight it? You know, boy, they could really elaborate this stuff. Are you going to have to talk to the creators about this if we get them yeah. on somehow? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, 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 Hurwitz, uh, healed in Schlossberg. <laughs> Come on our show and we're going to talk. Attorneys at law. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, Daniel now asks if Sato and Yukie were married and Miyagi says that with Sato's wealth, with Yukie being poor, it was a good arrangement. Um, so I guess that's because that's because it helps Yukie's family. I guess that was my yeah, question. Why, why was it a good arrangement? It's a good arrangement for one of them, yeah. <laughs> so, beggars <laughs> yeah. can be cheated. <laughs> you gotta write that down. That is good stuff, right there. Good stuff. <laughs> Turned around and the guy was gone. Uh, and then Miyagi, or excuse me, Daniel says something, and uh, uh, 
Derek knows how big of a fan I am about data points, but we got a great data point when Daniel says, well, that was 45 years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> Karate Kid takes place in 1984. Uh, this movie is the following summer of 1985. So 44 years ago was 1941. So that thing that makes us think uh, Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941. So did Miyagi escape to America just in time to be put in an internment camp? Seems like it. Did, did he like meet his second wife at the camp or right before? <laughs> and then they both got sent off to a camp. What a crappy life. Oh, but a great Netflix series. <laughs> I'm telling you. We'll do that math real quick here. <laughs> 85 minus 44 is 41. Yeah, I'm going to need a receipt. I'm getting it. Yeah. Oh, I got it for you. <laughs> okay. I copied it in triplicate. So. <laughs> and I love how Daniel kind of scoffs at the idea that Sato would even carry a grudge for this long. Like, you serious? <laughs> uh, and uh, because I, I, like Daniel is, well, you know, of course, Daniel gets very surprised later on in the movie where he's like, the guy was trying to kill me. Like, he just doesn't understand that um, this stuff is Thank very serious. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't get a, a repeat of like uh, his his breakdown. I want to go home. I don't understand the rules here. I want to go home. <laughs> I don't understand the rules in Okinawa either. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's it's funny. I don't know if you want to call it na naivety or just like the belief that in goodness in life. But like Daniel, even in the first movie, is just like, all right, guys, like with the boom box, calm it down, <laughs> you know? I guess he hasn't faced much uh, adversity in his life. Newark was probably like a dream, you know, <laughs> like everything went. He had like three different girlfriends. Everybody you know. in the town was related to him. <laughs> he stole a pizza truck that one time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Miyagi says in Okinawa, honor, very serious. So we, we start getting into how important honor is in this movie. This is the first big uh, moment where we start talking honor. So, yeah, again, it's like, how is honor determined? Like, is it determined by what others think of you? Like, was Sato's embarrassment what caused his honor to be lost because other people know about this? Or was it just, if you just slight a person and he only, even just he knows it, is it enough to lose your honor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could have been a self-sabotage. Yeah, dude, Sato, nobody cares. My <laughs> honor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I would say is it is is it only a Sato thing with the honor? But you know, he Miyagi uh, says in Okinawa, honor very serious. So it's not just Sato. It's just in the city limits, though. I mean, if you drop somebody's coffee, you're out. <laughs> uh, so I looked up honor. I found two definitions. Um, you looked up honor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I look up everything on this show. <laughs> so, <Hey>. oh, crap. <laughs> Be thankful he didn't look up the etymology of Derek. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We got that on Friday's show. <laughs> so the first definition is high respect, high esteem. And the second uh, uh, definition is adherence to what is right or to a conventional standard of con uh, conduct. So. Did Sato lose the respect he had, which is the high respect, that first definition, or was the fact that Miyagi 
drew outside the lines upsetting to him. <laughs> like you're not following the the you're not adhering to what's right, what we what we've deemed as the the standard of conduct in our our village. <laughs> it's I don't know if we'll ever come to an answer, <laughs> but it's definitely something to to debate. It's honor. That's all that matters. It's all about honor. <laughs> Definition. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Daniel kind of takes a pause here and his questions and kind of ponders this idea. And it's so it's so funny because it's just like yeah, little you know, you're going to be thinking a lot about it a lot harder later in this movie. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, he shakes it off and uh, goes to leave. And uh, uh, Miyagi says that, that his taxi is going to leave at 6 p.m. the next day. And he's sorry that things didn't work out. And Daniel says, it's OK. I'm, I'm No problem. I hope your dad's OK. And I just you know want to give Pat or Pat uh, D- Daniel a, a, a thumbs up for just having such a big heart, you know? Yeah. Um, so. At that point, was the plan he was going to go with his mom then? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, he said, I got to help my mom pack as if he's not also packing. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he let it slip. Maybe he was already thinking about it. And uh, I just feel like I feel like he comes up with the idea just uh, maybe seconds later. But I'm, I'll be talking about that on Wednesday. <laughs> um. And it's like he doesn't even like he he like planned on seeing Mr. Miyagi off, like not even at the airport, like to come all the way to his house and say goodbye to him before he gets in the cab. I thought that's just, that's kind of a, a big thing that people don't usually do for each other. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to water the plants, too, while I was gone. So, <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, gosh, the chore list that Miyagi must have for him. Oh, can you imagine? He's that still might... here when he gets back. He never left. <laughs> Yeah, Miyagi, I mean, I don't want to spoil later, but Miyagi is a little hesitant about letting him come along. And it might be because Miyagi's thinking of that big chore list that he left. Him. <laughs> I, I don't think Miyagi has any pets, so we're good there. But Those window yeah. blinds aren't going to restring themselves, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you guys have anything else more about these two minutes? Did I analyze it to death? <laughs> Oh, we did a good job, I think. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, we better. Oh, wait. <clears throat> All right. We better get going since we take finishing this podcast very seriously. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thank you for joining us, Eric. <laughs> Happy Eric, to be. You want to come back? You want to come back on Wednesday for two more Karate Kid two minutes? I come back. I like the airport scene. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, it is Monday, so we give our guest the opportunity, uh, to plug whatever he wishes. Uh, listen to Karate Kid Minute. I hear it's, uh, fantastic. <laughs> no, um, you're already listening to Karate Kid Minute, so you, you've already made the right decision for the today. Uh, as Robin mentioned at the beginning, I'm, we do, uh, Superman and Lois TV talk if you're watching Superman and Lois on the CW. So, you can check that out, supermantvtalk.com. Awesome. I love having a guest on here that can plug my own podcast. <laughs> Beginning to make sense. It's very... uh, you want to come back next week, by the way? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> chicken salad. It is amazing. I don't know if you've tried this. But... <laughs> Robin. Have you heard Robin sing karaoke? I know oh, I boy. It's wonderful. Oh, I am going to be so ready for glory of love next time I do karaoke. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
Until next time. If I'm dreaming, let me never wake. If I'm awake, let me never sleep. Thank <laughs> you.